parenting is not a role. The most important thing is relationship. Without understanding relationship, any plan of action will only breed conflict. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. In so many ways, you're doing everything possible to see that he remains dependent on you in some way or the other. You're not thinking of liberating him. Now we all know that our public education system is a complete cesspool of a politicized and corrupt thinking. But what if I told you that the Great Reset is coming after your kids and our education system? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite live podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Tyshirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I welcome you in to another riveting edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. Oh, fans, every single time that you give me a warm applause or come close to the speakers to listen to this beautiful podcast and show every riveting week, unless something happens and I can't record, I thank you so much and I welcome you into something that is different than anything else because not only is this a stream of consciousness, but this is a free-flowing platform that is ever-evolving ever-changing, and always striving to be a better person every single day. Because this show is an entity, this show is a family, and you are welcome in here any single time. That's why I do these shows on a plethora of topics, and I always give you every single ounce of me, because it's the best thing I can do for you. That's why I'm live in the beautiful city of Los Angeles, as it's actually raining outside on Thursday night at 1 in the morning. It's the best way to spend the night with you guys. It's the best way to end my day, and it's the best way to give you every ounce of me before I lay my head to rest because I believe in cherishing every day like it's your last. And that doesn't mean you have to go to Yosemite or climb the Mount Everest every single day or tell the people you love. It's You just need to be a good person. That's what it comes down to. You sincerely need to make sure that you don't let any moment pass you by. And what I mean by that is, is cherishing every moment because once that thing is gone, that person is gone, that animal is gone, that moment is gone, or the place you're at is now distant in the past, those are now memories. And you're going to remember how much you cherish them and even more when it's past. So make sure you appreciate every single moment, every instant you get with any person that's in your life because we never know when is our last day. Only God knows. So that's why I think it's very important for us to remember because we get very much caught up in this Groundhog Day. I very much so play a part in it too. I fall victim. There's times where I don't cherish every moment, where I get caught up in my daily adventures or I'm too quickly out the door in the morning to spend a little extra time with my moms to give her a kiss and tell her I love her and the best part of my day I'll let you guys in a little behind the glass here 
So my mother has an at-home daycare. Uh, helps my mom buy the house that I grew up in, so we're both the owners and we both live in there together. And so when I get up in the morning and I'm on my way to the gym, because I usually like to start my days with a lot of fitness since I sit down for the majority of the shows here at the uh, radio station, I like to get some movement in. So when I get ready, do all my stuff, pack up and head downstairs, there's always a group full of warm, loving children with smiling faces. And every time I go downstairs, it doesn't matter what they're doing unless they're napping because then, you know, well, they're asleep. But it doesn't matter if they're outside playing, if my mom's feeding them or changing diapers. They see me come downstairs and they all light up and every single one goes, hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. And it is one of my all-time favorite things now because I'll walk up to them and say, good morning, kids. How is everybody? And every kid has something to say. And it's important. And it's so rare that I get to cherish these moments. And I feel so privileged because I've seen so many children come through my mother's daycare that they have turned in. Now, some of them are in college because she's been doing a daycare for 20 years. It is unbelievable that people don't cherish their kids more, that moment more. And I'm not speaking for the whole or speaking ill on anybody. I'm just saying that I can see how easily we can get desensitized to what we're involved in and why now I see so many parents that are saying like, oh my gosh, my kid is already four, five. They're a teenager now. Where did the time go? How did this happen? Life consumes us. So much happens around us. And a lot of us are so caught up in what's happening, we don't get to take a second and to breathe and to just live within the moment. So just know that every moment I walk downstairs, I'm so full of love. And I I talk to every one of them. I listen to what they have to say. And even my mom, she's like, all right, calm down, calm down. Because they get so excited because they have somebody who's listening to them, that's appreciating them. And that's a very big thing. And that's why I wanted to parlay that into today's show, because it's a perfect segue. I wanted to talk today about the children in the world, the children in our life and how we all as a whole, whether we be parents, whether we be brothers and sisters, whether we be godparents, whether we be aunts and uncles, whether we just have friends with kids or just those around the world, we need to protect the children. We truly do. I think that a lot of us, including myself, we really don't see the scope of how much the children are constantly under attack. They're the most vital part of our society. They're the most important part of this life. They are the ones who are going to lead after we pass on from this life and we move to the next and we ascend to heaven or hell, whatever you know you believe in or whatever you do in life. Uh, just know there's more. I promise you there's more to this. This ain't just a quick ride and you're just in oblivion forever. No, 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 no. I promise you there's a lot more. So be very aware of that. But there's something important about the children. There's something very vital and there's something very harmonious to the fact that we have a lot we need to do and we have to step it up as people because I hope we all realize that there's a lot of stuff that's happening. A lot of us don't really realize the scope of how much they're under attack and how much the world is slowly indoctrinating them and changing them. And I can go into a very dark spot with a lot of these topics, uh, especially this one. I can go into the dark waters and I like to stay in the shallows here, but I could talk about adrenochrome. I could talk about human trafficking, pedophilia, and the deep stuff that's going on within this world. But I just have a feeling that a lot of the world is not ready for this conversation. So I will not talk on it, but just know there's a lot going on. And you want to know why I say that? Well, Johnny Depp, 
is having some kind of court case. I don't even know what it's about or why it's going on, but I saw it pop up as a live feed on this one platform. It was ABC News. So I clicked on it just to see how many people were watching. There was 130,000 people watching it live in the middle of the day on a Thursday. And that was one platform, keep in mind. There are tons and tons of platforms. So I have no doubt there were over millions of people watching this live court case with bated breath and reading the comments of people talking about, I love you, Johnny Depp. She's wrong. How dare you, Johnny Depp? You're a misogynist. I just couldn't believe it. I literally was dumbfounded at the fact that this event that has nothing to do with any of us is so blown out of proportion. I can't believe how trained we've become as a species, that we're so in tune to this crap. We are stuck on it with bated breath rather than focusing on the important things in this life. As I mentioned, human trafficking. Do you really understand how big this is? Do you understand that million people... Millions, probably upon millions around the world, but million people are going missing, are getting stuck in human trafficking, kidnapping. Who knows if there's even farm system? Do you really fathom the extent of how deep this really goes? I don't think you do. That's why it's a deep waters conversation. It's a dark waters topic. And I don't want to go on that to today because I want to do a lot of motivational stuff. But just know that when I saw how many people are watching this court case, rather than Ghislaine Maxwell, who is a part of Epstein's Island, and if you don't know a lot about Epstein, and you're stuck on this stupid thing that they made it into a meme. Did Epstein kill himself or did he not? All you guys need to know is that is just the shallow oceans part. People have no idea how deep this goes. And it's all about conforming our minds and attacking the children. And they are the most innocent and the most desperate to be saved. They need help. They need us more than ever. So I just wanted to bring a little bit of awareness on that. Do your guys' own research, but be very aware of it. You have to understand this too. No child is asked to be born. None of us. Uh, Not you, not I, not anybody we know. Nobody had a choice. We weren't sitting there and we were asked, do you want to be born or you just want to skip it? You know, just go up to heaven or just, you want to do something else. Uh, None of us asked to. We were all brought into this life from our choice of our parents and given a gift from God to be a part of this life and given a body to inhabit uh, our self-temple. And I think people don't realize that we as parents or we as human beings, we neglect a lot of the people in this life. And I see it all the time with parents, too. And sadly, I'm not a parent yet, but I cannot wait for the day I can be. We neglect a lot of the important things in our life, and our kids especially. And so when I've seen a lot of these people who have hard time communicating with their children or relating to their children or even being able to parent correctly, they have such an issue with being able to have a respect factor where their child feels very welcomed and safe with their parents, where they can tell them everything without being judged or fearing uh, retaliation or even fearing that they're going to be punished. Like a lot of kids are worried about that because of the parental factors. And that's how it's been trained almost into all of us is like, we're the, (laughs) like almost in a prison, like we're the prison guards. And if you do bad, you're sentenced to wrong things like the judge. It's, it's sad. It really is because I feel like parenting should be more of a guide. Parents should be more there as like somebody who's just a home base, literally sitting there and just is welcoming and will always listen to them, will not judge, will not get upset, but will help them and better them and do what they can for them. It's really much so a very important thing. I'm not saying like you have to be like, oh, I love you. No, it's not like a hipster thing. I'm saying like you can actually communicate with your children and grow their minds if you do it correctly. So a lot of the times I hear these parents talk about, oh, well, my child doesn't appreciate anything I do for them. They're doing all this stuff. I put a roof over their head, clothes on their back, food on their table. 
Yeah, that's what's called being a parent. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? That's what you should be doing without even a, a blink of an eye. That shouldn't even be a thought. You chose to have a child. I'm sure some people, maybe it was an accident or weren't planning to have a kid, but you still had sex with somebody, and that's that's an outcome, okay? Like, the best form of not having kids is abstinence, okay? Like, so I'm just saying, I don't want to hear that bull crap. But a lot of the parents I hear use that as an excuse and say, the kids don't appreciate what I do. Okay, uh, that's what you're just supposed to do. That's like buying a car and you're like, I have to change the oil and always put gas into it and I had to change the filter. It's just unappreciative of what, I can't believe I have to do this all for my car. Yeah, that's part of driving, getting new tires and oil. You got to take care of this stuff that you chose to get, okay? So now that you brought a child into this life, I really need you to step it up as parents or as uh, aunts and uncles or brothers and sisters, whatever. If you have somebody in your life that's younger than you, especially this is for the parents, I'm asking wholeheartedly to please step it up. Please. I understand how hard it can be now within this life, especially here in California with how crazy the rates are, inflation, gas prices living expenses. I can't believe when I see places where I live that there's apartments that are two bedrooms or whatever. They're going for like 3500 a month. That is unimaginable. I'm paying 1800 for a house. Three bedroom, two bathroom, house, two stories. Are you kidding me? For an apartment, 3500? Bruh. All I'm going to say is I understand it's very tough. Times are tough. It's even tougher now than ever that two people in a household have to work just to support everybody in their family to make sure they can get by and then have some extra money for savings or for food or for fun, vacation, whatever it is. I understand that. And it's going to be tough for you to be in your kid's life all the time. And almost everybody is not fortunate enough to have one of the parents at home or to have grandmas and grandpas or somebody close to watch the kids when you're not available to be there. I get it. But... It doesn't mean you can slack off. It doesn't mean you can't be a good parent. It doesn't mean you can't capitalize on those opportunities when you're left there by yourself. You have to be able to do these things in an appropriate way because these are the most crucial times in a child's life. From the time they're born to they're seven years old, they are a sponge. They are sucking in every single form of information you give to them, the way you talk, the way you act, what you do, what you say, how you carry yourself, how you treat your significant other, the other children, the friends, the family, they are sucking in everything you do instantly and they are digesting it and processing it and formulating their mind. The first seven years will decide their entire life. It's crazy. That is the supercomputer years. And then after those seven years, they are basically prone to do the same things for their entire life unless they are given the ability to find freedom of thought and to change the way they act and carry themselves. The rest of it, 95% is subconscious actions. There's barely any conscious form of realization in the rest of their lives. It is so important. So you need to nourish them. Don't be shoving iPads in front of their faces. Don't be shoving them in front of TVs. Don't be putting your phone in their hands just to get you a couple seconds to breathe. These are times that they need you the most. And again, you chose to have this kid. And even if you didn't now, this is where we have to step up. We have to be the bigger person and understand now their life takes priority over mine. I know that sucks. I know that's hard to hear. That's why I recommend a lot of people do not have children because there is a lot of people that I've seen with kids that should not be having kids. And it's not even the fact that they're not good people. It's the fact that they can't do the right job to raise these children appropriately, give them the love and appreciation and attention they need to develop them on a level that will make them thrive and also help you be a better person over time because I have no doubt raising a child and doing all these things makes you a better person too if you really take it in and appreciate what you're doing. 
I need you to step up. I really need us to capitalize on this because there's a lot of kids that I'm seeing now, especially now more than ever than before, especially now more than ever that are suffering from depression, suffering from a loss of understanding of love, do not know how to communicate, are not able to express themselves properly, are even taking their lives because they're lost and they're getting picked on at school or whatever it may be. This is a very scary time to grow up. I'll say this. I'm extremely fortunate that I was born in 1990, 30 years ago, and I was able to grow up in a time before technology was booming. There was TVs, there were some gaming systems as I was getting a little bit older, but there was nothing of iPads, no cell phones, no smartphones, none of that shit. All I had was myself, my family, some movies once in a while, but I got to go outside, play with friends, build my social skills, and able to adapt and grow. And thankfully, my mom was able to be around us a lot because she was able to do her daycare stuff and have us with her. And then whenever we went to school that's the only time we weren't with her otherwise I was with my mom's and I saw my pops at night I was very fortunate most kids aren't fortunate now most kids are at a disadvantage from birth because now as soon as you're born you're born into a world now where every living waking moment is going to be taken a picture of parents are going to be sharing your pictures they're going to share their experiences with you growing up they're going to show the world what's going on as soon as you get a little bit older then now you're going to have your own social devices you're going to be in front of television sets you're going to be watching all these programmings you're going to be doing all these things as soon as you're old enough five six years old you'll be able to use these ipads nine ten you're going to have your own cell phone it's insane that this is such an integrated experience now with kids if I, shout outs to Amanda, I love this joke. If I didn't need to use my GPS because I am truly god awful with directions, I would get rid of my smartphone. If I didn't need it for all these social media pubbing and stuff for the shows I do, I would get rid of it. If I didn't need it, I would get rid of it. And I know I can because I went a whole year without a phone and I was in my 24, 25 at the time and it was glorious, glorious. I wouldn't even use social media if it wasn't for this stuff right now. There's no need for me to post anything. There's nothing. It's only meant for me for marketing stuff now. That's it. Or to inspire people because I've found a new enlightenment within my life as I'm getting older where I'm trying to help people see things in a different aspect, which is why I'm doing this show with you today. And so we don't know, but our lives have been so consumed by technology now and everything that's encompassing us. It's scary to think about a child growing up today. It is petrifying to know about how much mass information is going to be shoved down your child's throat. It's insane. You have no idea. So not only is the world now around you through all of these social media aspects and also these entertainment sites where a lot of these people are turning into groomers. And if you haven't heard that term, well, I bet you should look it up. It's not like the boomers. Okay, boomer. Now, groomers, they are grooming our children for what they want. That's why there was this gay band. It was a gay choir in San Francisco. I don't know if you saw this, but it shook me to the core. They literally sang a song that was called We're Coming for Your Children. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked? funny just this once you're correct we'll convert your children happens bit by bit quietly and subtly and you will barely notice it yeah that's insane to me and then you come to find out people were actually looking into a lot of the people in the choir and stuff oh a lot of them are convicted felons and pedophiles and stuff oh yeah that's great let's just have them sing a song say we're coming for your children Oh my God. You just don't realize that the scope of what's going on now with this progressive movement and the social warrior justice fighters now and this progressive movement with trying to be ahead of the curve and it's just so much. It's almost 
mass just saturation. It's to a fault. It's way too much to digest. And we're trying to shove so much into these kids' throats because we believe as people, it's how we can solve these issues. This is how we fight all the anti-gays is because the kids need to know if they're gay or not. Uh, This is how we get rid of all the racism is we shove racial teachings into schools. Okay. I don't know if you know this. I had no idea what race was until I was taught it. I had no idea what sex was or my gender was until I was taught it. I was simply a child, a kid, enjoying life, enjoying the simplicity of my imagination in my small world because my brain couldn't comprehend the grand scope of what's going on in this world with wars and people and just the just darkness of deep state. I couldn't process any of that. All I knew was I loved my family, I liked who I was, and I wanted to have fun. And I'm just trying to learn as much as I could. So that's why I think as people, we need to step up and be very aware right now of what's going on. So this is a real thing. They're trying to capitalize now and take advantage of children because they're trying to prove their own thing. So, for example, with Disney, Disney, the head of their PR staff, it must have been their president of PR, whatever it is, communications. She came out and said very much verbatim, uh, at least 50 percent of all of our characters, Disney, princesses, princes, whatever their movies are and their shows, whatever, 50% of them are going to be part of like the LGBTQ, which is like gay, trans, lesbian, gay, whatever all the stuff is. They're going to start pushing that stuff. Okay. I have no issue with you living your life. I have no issue with you doing what you wish. I have no issue with you doing what you want to your body. I might not agree with it, but it's your life. I'm merely here to guide us and to help us understand and to make a better world for all of us, okay? That's my goal. I want people to be understanding. I want people to be encompassing, and I want people to be welcoming. That's how life should be. But when you start going maliciously after children and trying to push your own beliefs and morales down their throats, I have an issue. I don't do that to people. I respect people. I respect people's teachings. I respect how people want to live and raise their children. I'll give you my opinions and tell you what I think and how to be better if you ask me, but otherwise, it's up to you. It's your choice, your life. When you start stepping the bounds and trying to tell me now what my children need to do because these major platforms are taking it upon themselves to be ahead of this progressive movement because I don't know if you know this, it's turned into a me-first society where everybody wants to be first. They want to be in the headway. They want to make it seem like they're doing what they need to. That's why there's so many white apologists now. It blows my mind that these grown-ass white men and women are like, we need to do more. We're the reason why racism exists because we didn't do enough. Okay, you didn't own a slave farm. None of your family owned a slave farm. You're not a racist person. You've never went out of your way to discriminate against somebody else or hold somebody down. You've been a good person. I grew up with you. We've loved everybody. Stop that bullshit, okay? If you want to talk about it openly and say how there is a problem, I'm all for it. But to go above and beyond, like almost like you're apologetic, for it, I have an issue because now you're making more of an issue. We're reversing racism now from black to white or whatever. It's unbelievable to me. People don't understand that you can't fix a problem with a problem. Three lefts aren't going to technically make a right. It's not how this works. You have to be aware of the situational differences in what's the true issues here. Media, these giant mega platform companies who are shoving this information down our throats at such a high velocity rate, we are grabbing onto them and believing these narratives because we truly think in our heart no that's truth why would cbs cnn at fox why would they say it it's gotta be true right uh no journalism is dead what if i told you hollywood is not just in your movies it's not just on your tv shows it's in the world a lot of this stuff that's going on you have no idea i don't even know but we have no idea how deep and how true this stuff is going what i do know is that the children need to be protected 
There's a lot of bad stuff going on in this world, and the children are at the forefront. The reason I went on that rant there is to let you know and to inspire you and to get you passionate in thinking that we have to focus on the true enemies at hand. Those who are trying to disdain our youth, that are trying to change their mind, indoctrinate them at higher levels than ever before, and change the views of what it means to be a human being. They are making men less masculine. You want to know why I say this? Because it's publicly shaming any major platform celebrity. Look at Harry Styles, this guy who's a singer who's wearing dresses all the time. Are you kidding me? Look at any of these giant rock stars now. Uh, what's his name? MGK, how he's big in the pops, uh, punk band stuff. He has his painted fingernails and wears all these elaborate colored clothes. Do you see what's going on here? They are demasculizing a man because they don't want their toxic masculinity to overabrupt all these other people. You really understand what's going on here, do you? There's purpose in different parts of genders and roles in people. There's purpose between different cultures. That's why there's beauty in every part of this life. We are all but the same family and children. It doesn't matter what you look like, what you believe, what you want to love, what you want to wear. That's all fine with me. But you have to realize that there's eventually a part where we're being too progressive. We're trying to do too much. I saw a video of a lady holding up her baby that's like four or five months old and she's calling it gay. She's saying my baby is gay. <laughs> it's five months old. It's a gayby. I'm not trying to make a joke, but it's like, what are I just... <laughs> Do you understand how hard this is for my mind to really grab the scope of this and to really make it make sense? I try so hard, but again, that's just trying to be a part of this fad. It's fashionable. People are trying to be on board with these movements. They want to feel a part of it. Look at how many people posted that black screen doing uh, during BLM of their approach. And everyone was like, Blackout Tuesday, show my support. Okay. What? Really? Do you know how you stop racism? By welcoming and loving everybody. And as soon as something comes up in front of you, of you seeing actual racism, step up and curve it. Step up and do something different. It's not just you posting social media shit. Do you know how many social media people that I see that are so narcissistic now about this, like Ukraine shit or anything that they're just posting selfies of themselves? Pray for Ukraine. What are we doing? I feel like I'm crazy. I really do the more I see stuff. But... That is why I wanted to present this to you because the kids, the kids are at the forefront of all of this. They are the ones who will lead us next. They are the ones who are needing the nourishment, the involvement, the compassion, the love. Spend time focusing on your children, please. They are the ones who are most at stake and most at fault, and they are the ones who are going to change the world one day, okay? I don't mean to let, let us down here or myself, it's highly possible and probable that I might not be able to do as much as I want to in my life. I might not be able to help as many people. I might not be able to make that grand scale change that I want to, but maybe I'll be able to have a child one day that will be able to carry on that legacy and do even more and do it even better if I do appropriate measures of helping and setting up a foundation for it to be that way. That's what this is. That's how important this is. Children are everything. Did you know Elon Musk himself said uh, when all the other multi-billionaires are saying, well, people are being born too quickly. We've got to skew the birth rates. And it's like, nah, Elon basically said it. Yeah, um, I'm worried that the birth rates are going to fall so much that we are going to collapse as a society because it's going to be too lopsided. Less people are coming in too small and there's more people going out too quickly. That's a real thing. And so I'm just letting you guys know that there's a lot of these actual things that play a part here. So not only do you have to be very vigilant of stepping it up as a parent, 
disconnecting them from all of these social media aspects, these television, all this other shit, because they are subconsciously going to groom your children. They're going to fill their heads with what they need to believe. They're going to fill their heads with what they see as reality. I need you to step up. All of us need to step up. We need to be there to spend time, effort, love them, appreciate them, put our phones down and spend every waking moment with them because this is important. This is big stuff. This is some of the most prevalent stuff that's going to carry on in the next 10 to 20 years. This is time. This is huge right now. This is a war on our children and we have to step up. Not only for the factors of trafficking and pedophilia and being more aware of these things that are going on within CPS and these adoption how it's it's super dark but we have to step up for our own children at the very least and we need to do that so be aware of this stuff boycott Disney right now you have to stay away from these things that are pushing these things and don't even get me started on abortions because I'm not getting political here with you. I think it's wrong. It's just, it's it's such a quick cop-out to just do this stuff. And all these women I've seen that are like so proactive for abortions are like, your religious beliefs, you can have your own beliefs, but don't tell me what to do with my body. Yet they're the same people who tell you, you should lose your job if you don't get jabbed. It's like the hypocrisy and how one-sided people are blows my mind. But you should really look into this stuff. I really think you should. You should look at how many kids are aborted every single year. It's almost a million That's unbelievable to me. Do you know how much life that is that's being taken away? Do you know how many people are just blatantly and without any thought going and just having sex and not caring and then, oops, all right, well, I'm pregnant now. Let's get rid of it. And then they use this bullshit excuse where they're always like, what about the ones who got raped? Or the, Okay, that is such a small percentage. That's like saying right now, well, we've got to shut down Walt Disney in Florida. Did you know that 12,000 people died to crocodiles last year? It's too much. We've got to shut it down to protect people. Bro, y'all just need to be realistic here and just understand that life is a choice, right? None of us got to choose if we wanted to be in this life. I think it's very much so a thing that has been desensitized, it really hurts my heart to know that we don't value life. Um, I see it because people don't value their own lives. Uh, You want to know how I know that? Go look at obesity right now. If you just go look at a time chart that I stumbled across from 1990 to 2000 to 2010, 2020, it's disturbing. We are the most obese we've ever been in history. We are the most unhealthy we've ever been in history. And it shows that a lot of people do not have self-love now. We are turning mentally weak. We are turning emotionally weak. And we are at a platform now in a place where having an open-minded ability to consecutively think about things on a conscious level is now being non-existent. And uh, it's really hard for me to see how many people are having children when they don't even love themselves. How many people are just getting rid of kids? And these laws they want to pass about keeping children alive even after abortion and birth and just, it's its dark. It's really dark and it, it hurts my heart. Just please be aware. That's all this show is really meant to be. It's just to bring awareness and to show you guys what's going on. So I don't want to go too far on that, but it hurts my heart. Just know it really does. But trying to keep more motivational for you with the uh, the children and guiding them. You have to understand that with your kids too, if you're a parent right now, monkey see, monkey do. So, and it's not a, a monkey see do, like it's not a monkey on a sea do in the middle of the ocean. When I say monkey see, monkey do, it's basically the very simplistic thing of what they see you doing, they will emulate. So I've seen a lot of people who talk about, well, I don't understand why my child won't read books. My child just doesn't care to read. They never read books. Uh, they never want to. They don't really do well in writing this and that. And it's like, okay, um, do you? 
Do you read books? Are you somebody that takes time and spends a couple hours a day maybe reading or has read a few books a year? Or are you somebody that just never reads books since high school? Are you somebody that actually takes time writing, writing out their thoughts in a journal or just challenging their mind to be artistic or maybe just trying to be, I don't know, writing a short story or a poem? Are you somebody that takes time and challenges themselves in doing these things? Because if you're not, um, I'm not really sure how you expect your child to. And I'm not saying that you have to be a librarian or a philosopher and somebody who is just constantly reading books every day. But if you want them to take it up, do you take it up? Your kids are going to look up to you as a god in a sense. Mother is God in the eyes of a child. And when they're growing up, they're going to emulate everything you do. Your cadences, the way you talk. I mean, they're little parrots for a while. If you swear around your kids and they understand it when they're two, three years old, they're going to start repeating it because they hear you saying it. That's how they get their words. That's how they get their vocabulary. That's how they start to grow mentally. So if you want your child to read a book, if you want them to exercise, if you want them to go outside, guide them, show them. Lead by example. It's a very important thing in every aspect of our life. I mean, even in our work life, relationships. Just do it. <laughs> if you do it, the rest will follow. Others will emulate it. I know it sounds like a crazy wild concept, but like, wait, you're telling me if I start reading a book, my child will start reading a book? Yeah. If they see you reading every night before bed, they're going to start picking up a book. Read to your child every night before they go to bed. They'll love it. They love that experience because you're giving them attention. They're like women we know in our life, okay? Like most women love attention. They thrive off of it. When they know that there's a guy that's always wanting to talk to them, see them, write to them, text them, whatever it is, and they like that guy or something, they'll love the attention. They thrive off of it. It's the same with our kids. They love attention. Their little hearts just want to be appreciated. They want to feel noticed. They want to show you. That's why if you take them to events or to soccer, or gymnastics or to baseball or football, whatever, they're going to be so hyped when you see you there because they want to show you their thing. They want to show you what they're doing. They want you to be proud. They want you to be a part of it. That's why a kid will come up to you like at the daycare with my mom. I'll walk downstairs and they'll run up to me. And they'll give me toys and be like, Alex, look at this, Alex, Alex. And it's, it's so cool because you can see they want to just show you. They want to be a part of your day. They want a little bit of your love, a little bit of your light. And it goes a long way. So if you want a kid that's going to be athletic, play sports, Go outside and kick the ball with them. Throw a baseball around. Do it even when they're a baby. Take them outside and shoot hoops yourself. Whatever. If they see it, they will emulate it. They will want to do it themselves. If you want them to read, start reading books around them when they're younger. And then start reading to them. Let them get entranced to it. If you want them to sing. If you want them to be inspired to start singing songs, sing to them. Sing songs. Come up with your own music. Sing your favorite songs. That's just... <laughs> it sounds so simple. Simplistic, but at the same time, a lot of us are like, oh yeah, that does make sense, <laughs> you know? So I feel like it's a very important thing. So if we want them to do the things we wish, we have to guide them. We have to show them. Give them the opportunity as well. Parents, don't live your life through your children. Please, ugh. I didn't have to go with that, thankfully, but I've seen people go through it. They throw their kids in sports because they're like, I never got to be a pro college athlete. You're going to do it. You're going to make money. You know, like, don't do that. Give them the opportunity. If you want them to play a sport, let them try a lot of different sports and then ask them. Communication is key, people, in every relationship in life, our family, friends, love, whatever. Ask them, what did you like? Did you have fun? Did you want to try soccer? Did you want to try this? Give them options. Put them in a bunch of them. Give them choices. Kids do more when you give them choices, okay? So for example here too, if you want to give your kid a bath, 
If you keep asking them, hey, it's bath time, they're like, no, no, I don't want to go to bath. Give them options. Be like, hey, do you want uh, to take your shirt off or do you want me to take your shirt off? I'll take my shirt off. Okay. Did you want to go into the bathtub or do you want me to put you in the bathtub? I want to go in the bathtub. Give them choices. That's the fun way to kind of cheat the system when they won't say no to you if you give them choices and you're able to get things then. You're able to move forward. So let them feel important. Let them feel that they have an, uh, a voice. That's a very important thing, too. It'll get you a long way. So know this as well, that a lot of people, and I am one of them, too, so it does suck. There's a lot of kids that come from broken homes, uh, single homes. It's very scary uh, because I know these are a lot of things that will be detrimental to a lot of kids, uh, whereas some of us, we will use that as a strength. So like myself, that's why I have such a different view now on relationships and marriage and love is that my dad and mom got divorced. Uh, my dad's mom and dad got divorced. Thankfully, my mom's side, her mom and dad stayed together because they're from an old third world country, but he died young. She died later in her life. I'm not going to be somebody who just gets married to get married. I'm not going to be somebody who just settles down to settle down. If I get married to somebody, it's because she's the one. She's meant to be that wife. She's meant to be somebody who is going to build a family with me. She's going to build me up. We're going to thrive together. That's a big thing. And so it hurts me to see how divorce rates are the highest they've ever been. They're over like 50-something percent. Uh, Single parenthoods, they're huge. There's a lot of single moms or single dads raising kids on their own when they shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way because it's already tough enough for two parents to raise a kid on their own. Somebody single by themselves, my heart hurts because now they're going to have to work even harder and more and they're not going to have enough time to raise these kids that they're going to have to have the world do it. They're going to have to put them into daycare, public schooling. And that's scary. That's really scary right now because public schools, those teachers don't get paid well. And so when people don't get paid well, their morale is really low. And unless you find people who are diehard passionate about what they do and really trying to make a difference, uh, that's rare. It's going to be a very big risk because now you're putting them in environments where the society and the friendships around them and those other teachers are going to raise your kids. Try not to be that, please. And if you are, try your best to really focus on them because they're going to need your attention more. And uh, I think it's very important to bring awareness to this that... We should be very selective of who we try to marry in our life. We shouldn't just settle right away with the first person we meet. Take time. Uh, Get to know them more. There's no rush. Spend a few years dating them. Uh, Get really close. Live together for a few years if you need. Really challenge each other's beliefs. See what they think. Because I think truly, people don't know this, but when you live with somebody, you see a whole different side to them. Uh, I lived with my ex for about almost two years. And it was a whole different side. That's actually a big part of why we ended up breaking up. Because now you get to see somebody 24-7. There's no separation. Are you guys able to still be that close and tight, even in hard times, trying times? Uh, when they're down, they're low. If they need some time to themselves, are you respectful to that? Are you okay if they go away for a little bit and do their own thing? Are you somebody who needs somebody around them all the time? These are big things. And it plays a part into the growth of those children as well. You got to be able to be right with yourself first. Uh, it's the whole premise of like, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? If you're not comfortable being alone by yourself, how are you going to be with somebody else? Trying to find somebody else to fill that void in your heart is not going to make it better. So same with like children. Please do not bring kids into this life if you think it's a quick solution to your relationship. If you feel like you guys are having problems and the one thing that will keep you guys together and maybe make you guys work better as a team is to have a kid, that's not the right choice. That is a terrible form of action. That is a 
180 of what you should be doing, which is really sitting down and working on your communication skills because uh, communication is everything. And uh, a lot of people aren't very good with body language or listening to what's being said without being said. So I really want to emphasize this again that try to be very aware of the fact that we want to make sure we give environments for everybody to thrive. So there's a lot of people, and it really does suck to say this, but at least half of the homes and households that are having kids right now probably shouldn't for the fact of financially wise, they're not stable enough. So they're having kids just to collect uh, checks from the government to get by for themselves easier. Um, There's people who are not emotionally stable, mentally stable, do not have a sense of pride for themselves of who they are, do not have a sense of direction, do not have a sense of morale and values, do not come from a good upbringing themselves, are depressed or going through hardships, um, are not mentally stable enough to find a way to grow somebody else's mind. So it's scary. There's a lot of people, and it's sad to say, but the apple doesn't fall far from the tree at times, and a lot of these kids now are going to have a defect growing up, and most of them are probably not going to be able to succeed as well as they should because they didn't have the right nourishment to grow. Uh, Think of it as a garden since I've been growing my own stuff lately. If you don't have the right fertilizer, the right dirt, right amount of sunlight and water, and protecting them as they need to be, and do the proper mix of all of it, they will not grow. Those plants will die, and you will probably never be able to get things growing unless you do it correctly, as long as you nurture it the right way. But it's the harsh reality. And so it's, uh, it is a little bit of a scary thing, and it's, it hurts my heart to see. I think one thing that'll help along this way, too, as you're trying to find a way to guide through all of these hardships, these tough times, trying to navigate through all of this social media era, finding time to help them nourish and grow, trying to find the right time to guide them, to listen to them, is try not to forget that we were all kids once. Try not to forget that we, as well, went through these times, and we actually grew up with parents, and we saw how it was when we couldn't relate to our parents. We felt scared of repercussions. We felt scared of telling them things we did wrong, so we would hide things because we didn't want to be punished. We didn't want to be... We feared. I feel like fear is such a overused thing in so many ways of life when it should be love. And this isn't no dumb crap uh, Beatles thing which all you need is love. Yeah, they're a dark entity too, the Beatles. Don't get me started on them. You have to understand that love is from a nourishing place. It's from a heartwarming place. And a lot of the time, tough love is something that is needed as well, where you're giving people the sternness that they need, but it's coming from a good place. You're guiding them with the appropriate measures needed. So don't forget that we were kids once. Don't forget that we grew up and knew of things that we wanted to do. We saw how innocent we were. We remember how it was to have fun, to play video games, to mess up, to, to fall down, to do wrong things, to put ourselves in situations that were not good for us. But at least we were able to find a way to get through it. We had faith in ourselves as kids. And we knew at the time, and if we didn't, that sucked, but we had somebody to go to. So try to stay relatable to them. Try to make it to where you understand them. I'm not saying like the stupid thing, again, like the hipster where it's like, You got to be friends with your kids. No, be a guide for your children. Be a guide to the kids. Guide them by explaining things and how you see it. Make it to where they look at you as like an elder, a great wise sage, almost like Buddha, somebody where they come up to you with their problems and ask for advice because they are truly interested to see what you think because they admire you. I want you to be a role model to your own kids. I want your kids when they're asked, do you look up to anybody? Do you have any role models? Do you have anybody that you wish? 
wish to be when you grow up. I want them from their heart to say with all of their might, I want to be like my dad. I want to be like my mom. I want to be like the people who raised me. I want to be like them because they're superheroes to me. They're always there for me. They love me. They cook for me. They make sure I'm, I have food in my belly. They make sure that I'm able to do things. They inspired me. They're the ones that helped me find my passion. They're the ones who helped me find what I love in life. That's the stuff we want to do and we want to hold on to because that is powerful. That is so strong and that is everything in this life. Do you know how amazing it would be for somebody to tell me I'm their role model one day or my own child to know that I'm able to do such a good job and guide them where they can come up to me and they're like, hey, dad. I'm like, what's up, son? Dad, I'm having a really tough time right now because me and my girlfriend, I, I'm really thinking about sleeping with her, but I'm, I'm worried. I'm nervous. I'm like, what's up, man? That's a big step. Tell me what you're thinking about. He's like, well, I just don't know. I'm, I'm nervous that I won't know what to do. I'm nervous about the fact that I could get her pregnant, this and that. He's like, what do you recommend? And it's like, well, son, you, I'll tell you this. The best thing to do in life is to always follow your heart and to do what's right. So I recommend you using protection if it's your first time. It's not going to be as fun than not using it. Trust, I know. But I think that you have to be knowledgeable about the right way to go about these things. And so it sounds like you really love her. I've met her. I approve of her, man. She's a great girl. She loves you just as much back. I can see it with the way she talks to you. And I see it with how you look at her. You guys are great together. And this is a big step in the next movement forward. So I think that you just want to be careful about how you do it. So first off, find a good place. Don't force it. Feel the moment. Feel the situation. Grab a couple condoms just to be protected and to be safe. But know that everything is not 100%. So there is a chance. It could happen. Do you feel like this is somebody you could raise a kid with one day. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, well, there you go. Just know that you want to stand by these words. And no matter what happens, what choice you make, I support you. And I know you will make the right choice. Because I'm going to tell you something here too. Uh, Parents, y'all better never be a helicopter parent. If I catch anybody I know being a helicopter parent, I'm going to slap the wings off you so fast. Y'all need to chill. How the hell is a plant going to grow if you standing on top of it, not getting any sunlight? You playing with me right now? They got to survive the wind and the snow and all this other stuff too, or they ain't going to grow, okay? You have to trust in your ability as a parent to have done such a good job with your parenting that they will make the right choices. You shouldn't be that parent that's like, what time are you going to be home? When are you going to be here? Okay, I understand you can be worried about your children. I understand that completely, but you have to eventually trust the parenting skills that you've instilled in your children. If you made sure to instill with them deductive reasoning, breaking down the concept of self-worth, self-love, conscious ability to Actually, think about something thoroughly, not make rash decisions, do not get emotionally disdained, being calm, cool, collected, and keeping an even Stevens no matter what the situation is. You have to trust your ability of how you parent. Don't get me wrong. The world is a scary fucking place. And I emphasize the F word here because I know, I've seen it, I've looked into it. It's petrifying. But you can't let that deter from their ability to grow. I know you want to protect them as much as you can. I understand. I know I'm going to feel it even more when I have kids one day, but we have to trust in our ability of being a parent, a guide, as somebody who has instilled the right notion and teachings into our children to make good choices. 
You shouldn't have to tell them to be out late at night. They should want to come home at a certain time, especially depending on their age. If they're like in their early 20s and stuff, yeah, I understand. They're going out and having fun. You should instill in them the right ability to make good friends, to make good decisions and going in good situations, okay? And making sure they're home at a certain time is not going to save them forever. Eventually, you're going to be gone, okay? You want to instill with the understanding of when to come home. They shouldn't be out late at night anyways. Again, it's like these are things that should be able to be instilled in them. Conversation, communicate. So trust their decision making. Trust that you can be there for them when they need true guidance they will come talk to you make sure you're there for them be open with them let them communicate so that they can express themselves because if you have an open line of communication again this is the most important part your relationship is not only going to thrive with your kids they're going to skyrocket it's like injecting them with like uh (laughs) steroids as a bodybuilder you're gonna get jacked (laughs) it's just how it works i know it i see it I've tested it with my own relationships in my life, with my sister, my mom, my friends, relationships I was in. I've tested it, and it works. It does a great freaking job. So trust them, please. Trust your kids. I know they say, they're kids, they're dumb, you can't trust them. No, 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 no. I understand emotions will get the best of them. The world is going to try to deter them because, I mean, look at now. If, like, freaking Cardi B and Megan The Stallion are on stage for this, like, music award, dry-humping each other on a bed with skimpy clothes and, like, semen shooting in the back, this is the world we live in, people. It's sex sells. They're creating this metaphor in front of them and instilling it in them. For, like, again, myself... I hope that we can do better. I hope we can do better as a populace and as people. And by choosing what we support and what we invest our money in, we'll decide what is being done. So if we stop supporting Disney and all the stuff they're doing, eventually they're going to change. If you start supporting Netflix with their woke agenda and the stuff they're pushing, they're going to change. They can't lose their money. That means the business will collapse. So they will make the changes appropriately to make sure that they don't lose clientele. It's just how the world works. So do the same with your life again, please. Make sure you're giving them all the nourishment, the love, the guidance, and the parenting skills they need. Be the parent you wish you had. That's the best way I can explain it. When I say this, and I truly mean this, I live this in my life. I made myself the podcast host I wish I could listen to. I made myself the man that I could look up to. I made myself the person that can love somebody that I wish I could be loved by. That's what I'm doing. It's like, I want to set the tone for everything I do in my life. It's not proud. It's not prideful. It's not boasting. It's because that's the set standard of what should be accomplished and the new set standard of what somebody else will look for because it inspires them to step up. If you do a great job, you make those around you do better. That's a true leader, in my opinion. That's a true parent. That's a true guide. If you can bring up the morale and beliefs in the system around you, if you can inherit it and become it, So if you want to find a great love, become that great love in life. Change somebody's views on love because you love them so wholeheartedly and you appreciate them. It changes everything. Love is appreciation. It's not possession. Your lady or man should be able to come up to you and be like, hey, I'm going to go out with some buddies. But it's like, all right, cool. Have a great time. Let me know if you need anything. Call me if you need anything. I'm here for you. Don't bother them. Trust them. Love them. If they're doing shady shit behind your back, obviously you pick the wrong person. And if sometimes it can happen, they end up not being the person that you thought they were, that's okay. Move forward. Hope that they find somebody better and they live a better life. Trust in yourself. Trust in your kids. 
Lead by example. Protect the damn youth. Protect our children, please. Your children are a part of our society. They're part of our world. And I want to see great people out there. I want people to strive for their dreams. I want people to have opportunities to better themselves. I don't want them to be stuck in debt. I don't want them to be stuck in depression. I don't want them to be stuck in this shit society that we're creating now where it's so confusing, where you don't know how many genders there are, if you're gay or not, if you're all this crap, we got to stop. We got to stop with all this confusion. We have to be very even Stevens and focus on the most important thing, which is guiding our youth because they will rule the world one day. So we must educate them appropriately and we must guide them with all that we can because the world will do it if we do not. So don't let me down because I have faith in all of you for there's a reason why we all are here tonight. There's a reason why I'm doing this show here and there's a reason why you have found this show. So do the best you can. And if you're not a parent, inspire those around you by being a good guide for when you're around the kids or when you're around them. Inspire them. Let them know when they're doing good. Don't be ashamed to tell people they did a good job. It doesn't take that long to do. It doesn't take that long to say. It literally takes a few seconds to be like, hey man, good job with your kids, man. I see how well they are and I just want to let you know I appreciate that you're raising good people. That don't take long and it goes a long way. For example, a smile. Now that our freaking masks are off, you can smile at people and they'll appreciate it or walk up to somebody and be like you look very good today i just wanted to compliment you you look like you're glowing whatever your friends family your parents tell your parents thank you for what they did for you just be appreciative spread the good vibrations and love fill the heart with the heart that god gave you god bless <laughs> man i get way too piped up for these shows i swear like every time i'm doing this i just get way too freaking piped up <laughs> and i love it i really do i think that's why this show is probably my favorite thing that i've done in my life so far so i hope i helped you guys i hope i inspired you to know that the focus needs to be on what's important in our life and if you have kids and you're listening to this those are your priorities now please do not focus on yourself anymore don't do this hot girl summer shit focus on them we made a choice and even if you didn't be the man and woman I know you can be. I believe in you, okay? Take a lot of this in. Take a lot of this to heart. And uh, just know that there's a lot more out there. And so the best we can do is at home, is making sure that we're not a part of the problem. That's where this all gets fixed. Remember that. Like when we stop becoming a part of the problem, that's when we make real big change because then we allow other people to stop being the problem as well from inspiring, pushing it forward, and then ultimately changing the world. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. So... I love you guys. And uh, I really want to say it one more time, too. I appreciate you for every single person that listens to this show, whether it be uh, randomly, whether it be your day one, whether you're somebody who just stumbled across it. Just know I love you and that I'm going to constantly keep growing, challenging myself and evolving the show as a platform because I think it's meant to be this way. And uh, it's a great form of expression for myself. It's like therapeutic. I love it. <laughs> Remember this too. I don't like to hear myself talk as much as maybe some people think. This is like a way of me growing my mind. I feel like the inner monologues I have, I just get to bring them to a recording once in a while. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So if you guys haven't already, please go to Instagram and give my page a follow. It is Shallow Oceans. There you will be able to see all the work I'm doing. I'm going to be doing more content, starting to push more of these video reels and stuff so you can see my face. And I'm going to touch on things differently than I do on these podcasts. So it gives you guys more of like a uh, plethora of insight and information. And also, I think it's a good way to bring exposure. And so I want to help as many people as I can. So I feel like this is a great way. So thank you guys for that. Um, if you ever want to hear me talk about a certain topic or talk about something that maybe inspires you, go ahead and uh, send me a message or leave it in a comment review somewhere. I'm always open to it. This is your show as much as it's my show. So 
feel welcomed. Look forward to a uh, new topic next week. I will not tease it because I am very much so enjoying what I am doing uh, freewheely, nilly, off the top of my head. Uh, and know that this is some good stuff, man. There's some good stuff coming here. So keep going. I believe in you. Uh, you always have a friend here. And just never give up because life is too short to give up. Uh, I blink and I'm already 31. I'm going to blink again and be 50 one day. So <laughs> why ever be depressed? Why ever be down or look at anything with a dismay? Let's not play the victim anymore. Let's play the hero to our own lives and save ourselves at the very least. So thank you for coming and staying a while and listening and being a part of something that I believe is greater than I will ever fathom. Because in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. Take care of the kids, y'all. I'll see you next week.